No, not really. You are a fat piece of shit. You're listening to Epic Cheat Day with your host, Derek Strong. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, ugly... Guys, welcome to another edition of the Epic Cheat Day Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Strong, and uh, I'm not going to number the episodes anymore because God only knows when I'm actually going to put this out there. Today's episode is going to be entitled Crypto and Oreos, and I'm going to be talking about how speculating on future flavors of Oreo cookies is about the same as speculating on cryptocurrency. Yeah, you guys, you heard it right. I am getting into crypto slowly but surely. Why? Because I don't have any other fucking hobbies, and there's a low price point to get into, so even broke motherfuckers like me, we can get a little taste of that investment love. Uh, Today's podcast episode, I don't know, I kind of feel like I want to touch on the fact that uh, that I used to have fake sponsors, so... Uh, I want to do some fake sponsorship shout outs. Okay. Shout out to cryptocurrency as a whole. Thank you for coming up with another way for people to gamble on things because that's what it is. It's all fucking gambling. It's all life is a gamble. Life is a roll of the dice. And that's what crypto is. Crypto's a fun way for you to gamble your money away. It takes longer to do than a scratch-off ticket. And there's so many complexities and nuances of shit you can get into. If you want to stretch your nerd fucking brain out, try crypto. Uh, Crypto's wonderful. I'm getting into it. There is a lot. It is a fucking nuanced world, but I think that's the same with it. But I think, of course it is. It's the same thing with any investing of anything anytime you could take your money throw it at something somebody's going to come up with rules for you to be able to spend more of your money to invest in things and of course the goal as and i took i'm taking this from uh from wolf of wall street that scene that one scene of wolf of wall street with matthew mcconaughey and Leo DiCaprio in Windows on the World, which, rest in peace, RIP Windows on the World, which is a restaurant I had wanted to go to when I was a kid because it was in the World Trade Center. And I believe that's where that scene is supposed to take place because that's where you take people uh, when you're in the 80s, when you were trading on Wall Street, that was the higher class restaurants. Also had one of the biggest wine cellars ever. Anyway, so that scene in Wolf of Wall Street where he tells him, well, if I could make my clients money, it'd be advantageous all around. And Matthew McConaughey is like, no, doesn't matter. Okay, our goal is to take our clients money from their pocket and put it in ours. And it's the goal with all of these things. I have $100 right now thrown at Bitcoin, and I'm never taking it out. I've already made, I've already, no matter what happens with Bitcoin, I'm not taking my money out of this fucking account. It's already sucked me in, and that's the way these things work. With any investing of anything, once you get sucked in, you're kind of sucked in, uh, and your goal is never to be able to to become liquid and take the money out. And they're brilliant at doing this, you know? And, you know, I whether it's real estate, I think, you know, not having owned real estate, but at least being interested in it. Growing up in New York, you're kind of, you kind of have to be interested in real estate, I think, 
You know, especially if you grew up in Manhattan, you know, you you know, it's just something people talked about all the fucking time. So it's something you looked at. My parents talked about it all the time. All of our friends, they talked about it all the time. All the dirtbags that were in Manhattan trying to get wannabes, trying to get money. All they talked about was real estate all the time. So kind of get used to like looking at buildings, looking at different, like every time I walk into a building, I size it up. I look at the structure, the architecture, how it looks from the outside. You know, if there's a doorman on the inside, concierge, concierge desk, how long it takes for you to get your mail, little fucking things, you know, that would factor into how much you would be willing to pay for a piece of property, uh, you know. How how does how's the foliage on the outside? How's the upkeep? How does it look? You know, all this aesthetic bullshit. Anyway, it's real estate, real estate, like any investments, a speculative market. Uh, one thing that's different about real estate, I would say, to stocks and crypto and any other investment, is you know you're investing in something that you know has a day to day use for you. You know. And uh, depending on how you keep it, where you bought it, could appreciate or depreciate in value. And yeah, if you want to, you can sell it. Most people don't. Most people try to add to it as much as possible. You know, you're trying to build your value, your net worth. And uh, that's why I say it's just like looking at the flavors of Oreo that are coming out. Because you know what? It's... You could speculate, you could look at what they've come out with in the past and try to figure out what they're going to come up with in the future. You say the same thing about Burger King sandwiches. Burger King, props to Burger King for coming up with new sandwiches ideas all the time. I've mentioned it before in the podcast. It goes without saying, every time I go into Burger King, they got some new thing. It's just like, oh, this burger has onion straws and barbecue sauce. It's the Texas Roadhouse burger. Oh, this one has onion rings and... A different kind of barbecue sauce. This is a Texas wallaby burger. You know what I mean? It's just a wallaby. That's Australian. It's not really Texas. You know, it's every every fucking month Burger King. Way to go, Burger King. You know, it's the same thing with this. You could speculate as to what's coming next down the line, and that's all it is. It's purely speculative. Uh, perfect example, again, I got $100 stolen at Bitcoin right now. It was making some money earlier this week. Now it's not, but people are projecting that. it's uh, Bitcoin's solid, though. Bitcoin is fairly solid just because there's a limited amount of them that are ever going to be mined. There's a, there's a cap to it. You know, They will become rarer. They will become scarcer. So even if you lose money now long term, it should pay off pretty well. You have companies now uh, putting their money and... Uh, uh, backing their shit in Bitcoin because they're looking at the long term of it, you know, which is good. That's that's how what companies used to use gold for too, you know, uh, back their money in gold. I don't know enough about investing, but I'm getting into it a little bit. It's interesting and more for the hobby's sake because I'm I, I'm out of hobbies. I'm out of hobbies, you know. I have food right now, and I don't want that to be a hobby because it's going to kill me very fucking slowly. And the older I get, more painfully. So. I got to get rid of that as a hobby. Again, the goal is to become a pescatarian at some point within the next five years. Uh, that's that's the goal that I've made for myself. You know, maybe two years. You know, I, I can't see myself making this last any longer. Right now, when it comes to food, I, I kind of beat myself up 
and I use food as a way to do it. It's not as enjoyable, no matter what it is that I like. Like I made this this great roast pork last week, and it tastes good, and it's like okay, and so what? You know, even even food that I really really enjoy, even sushi. You know, it's just like okay, and like the obsession is it's dying down. You know, so I need a new obsession. What's my new obsession going to be? Maybe and maybe it's going to be crypto. You know, do you guys have any experience with crypto? Hit me up at the Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail, Instagram, or Facebook. Epic Cheat Day Podcast at any one of any one of those three places. You know, also check out my. I knew it was going to be a flop albums and Kake. Uh, still a great concept. I'm still planning on doing a sequel in the future. You know, it's fucked up. One of my one of my comedy brethren. I would say uh, somebody who I, I was cool with at one point. I just really haven't talked to them in a long time. After I put out Zenkake, they use their own, and I don't think I. And it could just be uh, parallel thinking. So I'm not saying they stole it from me, but they came out with in the same week uh, joke guided meditation thing. And of course, theirs is going to do way better. They're you know more popular and. You know, more people, they have more people, outside people that are outside of the community listening to their stuff. So, you know, kudos to them. Uh, I I listen to theirs. Um, theirs is slightly better sounding. I think they actually took the track from a, uh, uh, from a, a thing. All of the tracks that I, all the music that I have on mine is original. Shout out to Lord Rajesh, Hi Lord Rajesh for producing it so yeah uh yeah there that it was cute i think mine's funnier you know i'm allowed to think that i'm allowed to think that the thing that i did originally was funnier since i mentioned oreos in the title let's talk about oreos let's talk about the fucking new flavors of oreos uh, Oreos are not as much of a weakness for me as they used to be. They have one flavor. They come out, and every year they come out with uh, newer limited flavors. The last limited flavor that I had was really fucking good. That was the gingerbread Oreo that they had over Christmas. That was fucking whew. That was amazing. Um, just had a little bit of a technical flub right there. So if I sounded dissonant. Uh, yeah, that was fucking excellent. Uh, so hopefully next Christmas. I'm doing a lot of us today. I don't know why. Am I nervous? No. Anyway, Oreo flavors. So the Oreo flavors that they introduced in 2021. I've seen two of them, and neither of those two are ones that I want to try. It's the third one that's supposedly out right now that's hit the streets. That I really want to try. So the other two are chocolate hazelnut, which I swear to God they already did a Nutella one, which that's all that is is Nutella. They have a Java chip one, which they've done coffee three different ways now, so I don't see how that's going to be every different. It's going to be very different. And the last one is a brookie, and a brookie is a brownie with cookie dough on top. And they have the Brookio Oreos. And if you look at the cream, it has three different layers to the cream. I am looking forward to this. That's what I'm looking at trying. That is my crypto unicorn of the Oreo world. 
I like Oreos. Guys, do you like Oreos? Hit me up at the Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail, Facebook, or Instagram. Talk to me about your favorite Oreo flavors, limited or non. They have, or they had uh, in Thailand at one point, they had a hot wing and a wasabi flavored Oreo. I think I mentioned this on the podcast before that I would love to try out. Absolutely love to try. I like all those crazy fucking flavors. You know, I like shrimp chips. I, I I like the I like those. I like I like squid coated peanuts. I like those things. You know, they're interesting flavors. Basically, what they are is, a, and I've noticed this too. It's like you get a faint seafoody taste, and then the rest of it is just like ter- like a, a version of an oyster or teriyaki sauce. You know, it's a sweet soy based sauce that they put on there. That's usually what those flavors are. So they're not really too dramatic. The shrimp chips, I will say, you know, you, you, you know that it's, you know, it's like, you know that it came from shrimp, you know, where it came from, you know, I, I, there's, you know, there's ways to invest in companies, you know, like that make products, you know, it's called regular investing. I should probably look into that too, since I do I do know about food. I always think every time I think I see a new Oreo flavor that I know about coming out, uh, I always think about that line in Next Friday where he's like, the, where he's talking about this girl that's after him. And he's like this. She's up on all the all those future on all the bootleg snacks, the year two thousand snacks. It's like this. It's like she breathes when she's awake. I don't know, I'm fucking completely butchering the whole line that Mike Epps says, but it's fucking hilarious. I am up on all the new snacks. Dude, every year when Lay's drops those four flavors, I try every single one of them. Usually, stay away from the meat-flavored chips. I don't know how you guys feel about meat-flavored chips, but every time like there's some artificial meat flavor in it, like where where it's a burger or like the they had carnitas this past year, like stay away from those. They, I don't know what it is about those. They there's some and usually I like weird flavors, but like there's something off about ones that are supposed to taste like pork or beef. And I can't put my finger on what it is. You know, it's, I mean, it's gross. Yeah, in general, I get it. No, well, because it's gross, you fat piece of shit. Yeah, but like, it's gross in a way I can't put my finger on. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Like, I, they had a, a Baconator Pringle that came out, and I had two of these fucking things. I'm like, I don't know what that's supposed to be. It didn't taste like bacon. It didn't taste like burger. It didn't taste like any of the toppings that are on a bacon. It didn't taste like cheese. It just tasted weird. You know, surprisingly, though, chicken does work well on a chip or on a cracker. Like, I'm not sure if you've ever seen these Nabisco crackers, but they're uh, chicken in a biscuit or something like that. They're in the they're in the snack cracker aisle, and you'll see them with the Wheat Thins and the Triscuits. Wheat Thins and Triscuits have a bunch of flavors, and then Nabisco has, like, these three other crackers that are just by themselves four. There's Nabisco Sociables, there's uh, Vegetable Crisps, there's Chicken in a Biscuit, and there's the, these uh, Cheddar Crackers that you know never really took off so that's why they don't really compete with Cheez-Its or I don't think you guys have cheese nips out here but maybe that was the Nabisco version of Cheez-Its 
but they also have these like better cheddars. That's what they're called. So like right next to them, you'll see these uh, these chicken crackers. Those are really fucking good. And then Pringles had both a turkey and a chicken. So poultry works well on a chip. They had a a a, 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 a chicken ramen. They actually had three. They had a chicken ramen. They had a roast turkey and a roast chicken chip. All of them taste like oh, okay because it, it tastes like like if you like ramen packets, like they sprinkled ramen packet powder on a chip and they were pretty decent they were pretty fucking decent so shout out to pringles for having that genius idea pringles should be a spot i don't know man i'm on the fence about pringles how do you guys feel about pringles hit me up with the epic cheat day podcast i'm on the fence about pringles i used to love them when i was a kid and now it's just like if I am going to chip, which I don't really chip that often, but if I am going to chip, there's so there's so many options for chips. Like my favorite chips right now, there's two. There's the Cape Cod dark russet chips. They don't have them everywhere. They actually look and taste kind of burnt, which is what I like about them. They aren't too salty. It's all like it's a very, very, very potatoy flavored chip. Those I fucking love. And I'm not really a salt guy. Like, I, if I get chips, I like getting the lower salt chips because I want to. I don't know why. I, I think they oversalt the shit out of chips. And then the other one. That being said, but I do like snack crackers and that. And then the other one that I like, I like Terra chips. I like all versions of Terra chips. I like fun. I like funky, weird textures of my chips. Like they, like their their exotic blend with you know like taro root and fucking beet. I don't even like beets, but beet chips. I will fucking down some beet chips. I like Terra chips. I fuck with Terra chips hard. If I see again an oddball Lay's flavor, I'll try it one time. I never really get hooked on chips. My favorite chip flavor is not a chip flavor they sell in the U.S. typically anyway, and that's ketchup chips. Closest I've had to those were uh, wow, what the fuck is the name of that brand? Uh, they make the Voodoo brand chips, like you've seen them. Zaps. So Zaps has a flavor called Evil Eye. That's the closest to a ketchup flavored chip that I've seen in the U.S. That wasn't brand in U.S. In the U.S., they do have companies that sell ketchup chips. So it's you can find them. It's just not a typical flavor. Canada, it's a very typical flavor they have everywhere. Every company makes them. Um. You know, there's that Canadian fully loaded. I don't like that. The, the one that has like, uh, it has like a maple hint to it. I don't like that. I don't know how we got from cryptocurrency to chips, but hey, that's what the Epic Cheat Day podcast is all about. We talk about a random variety of fucking things. That's how this works. I'm actually stockpiling some episodes, uh, you know, and I am putting money aside for a computer. I'm going to be doing this mostly out of my house now. And, uh, you know, Knut's kicking me out. He, he doesn't like me anymore, but he's being a nice guy about it. And he doesn't want to tell me to my face. I am also going to have guests. I've recorded my first guest episode already. This coming week, I'll be recording more. I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, review, uh, interviews over Zoom. Guys, if you're interested, I mean, I listen, I, I have enough people who want to do it and I've spoken to about doing it. I don't really need to put the call out out there for this, but if you are interested, and again, the reason why I've picked the people that I've picked is because they can either talk to me about comedy, food, mental health, um, or 
uh, addiction. So it's really that's where I want to keep my audience or the people that I talk to. So, you know, if you want to talk about something else, then hit me up, Epic Cheat Day Podcast. But literally, those are the avenues I want to talk about. So, you know, if you're a personal trainer, hit me up. If, you know, you're a big old fat piece of shit that likes eating greasy burgers and you want to talk about it, hit me up. If you do stand-up comedy, hit me up. You know, if you struggle with mental health stuff, hit me up. If you struggle with addiction stuff, hit me up. You know, I want to talk about those things. You know, things outside of that, meh, I don't know. I'm on the fence about, I don't know, take it as, take it as it comes. But, yeah, hit me up, Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail, Facebook, Instagram. You know, I'm Derek Strong. Not that hard to find. Not a hard person to talk to or deal with. Uh, yeah. Crypto, man. Guys, hit me up about that. I'm talking about that now, but that's loose. I don't know how much. I want to deep dive or get into crypto. I'm interested enough right now, but I think also it's because of a lack of comedy that I'm getting it. Like I'm trying to find like other things to get into. Uh, and it's again, I, I, that's one thing I've noticed about my goals and how they've changed. You know, if I'm going to be doing things, I want I want to see things that actually have tangible fucking returns. You know, like all of my goals so far have been reactive. They've been reactive to bad lifestyle choices I've made based on dealing with stressors in my life. So what do I mean by that? I mean, like, you know, getting out of the system, you know, recovering from being homeless, uh, recovering from drugs and alcohol, recovering from the weight thing. I, again, I wrestle with, but I, at this point, it's more of a choice than anything else. It's because I, it's the last holdout. Um, you know, it's, I don't know. It's like a safe thing for me. I know that I can lose weight and maintain it for several years, maintain the weight loss for several, several years. I'm confident in that. Uh, you know, it's my favorite thing to do. It's like, it's my favorite thing to do, or it's okay for me to do as long as I have other things going on that I can put myself into. Anyway, I've talked, I've said, I've beaten that fucking horse to death, but yeah. So it's like now if I invest my time and energy in something, it can't be something passive like video games. I used to love video games, but that's a passive thing. You know, I'm not good enough to play competitively or for money. So it's, you know, I try watching movies like I, I'm a fan of movies, but it's like it's such a fading thing and it's so hard for me to maintain focus on. Like I plan on watching the Blade trilogy today and I'm going to stop and start it 16 times. That's why it's going to take me all day to watch it. You know, I don't want to invest my time in passive things. You know, going to the gym, I definitely plan on going to the gym again once I'm able to not have a mask strapped to my fucking face. And not saying that I'm even using that as an excuse right now, but I've I've legit tried enough times where I'm just like, this is just not comfortable. It's not, you know, and also like the gym, it's it's great and I like it. But in terms of loving it, like maybe I have to do it consistently more in order to love it. But I, that's another thing that worries me, too, in terms of passions. Like I can't see myself falling in love with anything. 
comedy is weird. It's such a double-edged sword. Like, people are so full of shit, but who's telling me they love comedy? Like, maybe for them, okay? Maybe they love it. But for me, it's like I... When I'm in a good place, it's I enjoy it. When I'm in a bad place, it's like I have to do it. I feel compelled to do it because I don't want to beat myself up for not doing it. You know, but in terms of like a real quote unquote passion, like uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's other things. What are you passionate about, guys? Hit me up at the Epic Cheat Day podcast. I keep pitching this. I'm really just stretching for time. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to record two episodes today. I want to get two episodes in the can. I mean, I guess that's what it is. I mean, right now I'm in a kind of a holding pattern for life everybody's in a holding pattern for life what did you guys use your stimmy money on that's what i'm curious about what did you use your stimmy on i've repaid debts that i owe people like i borrowed money from a couple of people i paid them back and i bought pork i bought pork and i made some slow roasted pork that's what i invested my stimmy money on i threw a hundred bucks at bitcoin uh that's uh that's a good way to fucking to use your stimmy money, right? That's stimulating the economy. Daddy Biden's gonna throw some more money at us, too. What are you gonna do with that Daddy Biden money, guys? What's your plans for Daddy Biden stimmy money? What are you gonna do with it? You gonna invest it, too? Are you gonna invest in crypto? Are you gonna get a crypto bot to do all of your crypto trades for you? Dude, crypto bots, I'm telling you, man. If I, I feel like I should have at least done some, some computer science or, you know, just something where I could actually have a better idea or better feel for generating and coming up with algorithms. You know, I know I could do it in my leisure time, but it's, you know, it's just because if, so a bot is, a crypto bot is basically, um, is a software that will buy and sell, uh, cryptocurrency automatically right so and you set the thresholds however you need them to be set and these things are fucking they're intense you know i don't think they're made for lower end people like me i think they're made for people who are doing high end or high dollar you know steady crypto trading and this is supposed to help them generate income in the background while they do other shit um, cause I was looking at them and it's like, you're, you know, it's the things that they factor in are just like, they're, sl- they're beyond my grasp. So guys, if you actually have experience using a crypto bot, hit me up. That's what, I, that's what I'm really fascinated with this, because if I could, if you can somehow do free trades with crypto and you could even do it at a, you could do it at the speed of a computer because of the volatility of the crypto market, I could see how you could potentially make a lot of money doing that. Just doing these microtransactions over and over and over again, you know, because, they, you know, if something swings a penny, if you buy something for a penny less and sell it for a penny more, and you could keep doing that over and over and over again, you'll make money that way. You will absolutely make money that way. Um... And with the way most cryptocurrencies, they, with the way they swing their volatility and how fast a, transa- a crypto transaction goes through, like, I can't imagine. 
Yeah, I can imagine if you do know this software that, you know, you'll have an edge. You're not going to be, you know, you know, you'll get what you'll put into it, obviously. I mean, we're talking about fractions of a fractions of fra fractions of a penny, you know, and I'm talking about like micro or, you know, micro, micro fractions of a penny that, you know, you're making in any given time, but that's going to add up. You know, and I'm a Jew. We know what pieces of a penny look like. You know, pieces of a penny eventually equal a whole penny, and then a bunch of fucking pennies equal a dollar, and then a bunch of dollars equals fucking more dollars. That's what it's all about. But if you do have experience uh, with algorithms and setting up uh, a bot for for buying and selling cryptocurrency, and you're and if you can. If you know about this and you want to get somebody into it, I'm interested. Hit me up at the Epic Cheat Day Podcast, Gmail, Facebook, Instagram. Guys, we are down to the last few minutes. Thank you so much for listening. You know, I have a good steady amount of listeners and I appreciate you guys for doing that. It's cool. I, uh, you know, any way I can serve you guys, hit me up at those three places. You know how to get to me, you know follow me on and and to check out Senkake it's fun it was a cute project uh thank you guys so much for paying attention bye Mike we're good